eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's another week and it's a day late, but hey, don't worry because Fabrizio uh, Romano is here to talk as the transfer window winds down. Dusan Vlahovic to Juventus. How about PSG? What are they doing as they wrap up this window? And Anthony Martial leaving Manchester United to Sevilla as they look to get that title of Real Madrid. We have Julian Alvarez and so much more. Fabrizio Romano transfer window winding down. Que golazo begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kegolazo. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Kegolazo part on Twitter. We're on YouTube.com forward slash Kegolazo. Thank you so much. We've passed 8,000 subscribers, Fabrizio Romano. How good is that? Hello, my friends. It's great. It's great. Super happy. Thank you, as always, and ready for this. Final week is going to be mad. It's already mad with many, many news. So I'm super curious to see what's next. Absolutely. And there is no better human being in the planet to talk about this, of course. And by the way, this is a World Cup qualifying window. So we got a little Fabrizio Romano, but we got a bunch of USMNT content with Jimmy and Heath uh, throughout the week. So it's a little light from me and uh, Fab, but we'll be coming back next week as well as we wrap up that window. But Fab, let's get going here. There's a lot, as you mentioned, uh, news coming in from everywhere. Let's begin. Uh, actually, good point, Desnars. What's the reaction in Italy to uh, Balotelli being called back to the Italian national team, my friend? Uh, it's 50-50. Um, Balotelli is always dividing people. People are never happy or hating Balotelli. It's always you the don't same say. With <laughs> yeah, since he's 18, it's the same story. Since he was 18, it's the same story. It's always been like this. So there are people happy with Mario back because, you know, that Mario is a player that is able to change a single game in five seconds if he wants. Right. But at the same point, someone is saying... and could be also a good point that if you need to call Mario Balotelli from Turkish League uh, to qualify to the World Cup means that you have a big problem with strikers. So this is why, you know, there are different reactions. But I think that into the team, the player like Balotelli in this kind of moments when you have key games ahead for the, for the World Cup is always needed. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes uh, a different kind of rebellious spark can just ignite the entire squad. Yes. And this could be Mario Balotelli. Telly. So fantastic stuff. I wish him all the best. I've always liked him. And to your point, why always me, Fabrizio Romano? Why always me? All right. Well, listen, let's stay in Italy. Let's talk about the transfer window. Wow. I mean, we've been talking about your boy Dusan Vlaovic for a while here in Keolasso. Arsenal was creeping in, showing some interest. But in the end, it seems that he's staying in Italy, Juventus, talk to me about this because, you know, there's so much going on, including the Fiorentina-Juventus rivalry, you know, and everything. So t talk to me about the ladies with Dusan Blavich. 
yes, we can say that Juventus and Fiorentina have reached an agreement uh, for Dujan Vlaovic. So between clubs is everything ready, everything agreed. 75 million euros paid in installments. So everything has been agreed between the two clubs. Uh, Fiorentina fans are furious, let me say. This is a key point also because after Bernardeschi and Federico Chiesa and in the past also Roberto Baggio, another Fiorentina star is going to join Juventus. It's mad, but it's always happening like this. Now what is needed is the agreement between Dujan Blauvic and Juventus. But let me say that uh, Blauvic was not answering, as we said many times, to Arsenal proposals. was saying for Atletico Madrid last summer. Now, uh, with Juventus, he's talking with Juventus and his agents are talking with Juventus. This is why Juventus are feeling confident to complete soon this deal or some player side after reaching an agreement with Fiorentina. So it's final stages. Uh, we can see for Dujan Vlaovic to Juventus is a matter of details and everything will be completed and it's an incredible, incredible signing. And let me remind that Vlaovic will join immediately in January. So it's not for the summer. He's going to join Juventus immediately. This just, I mean, to me, this catapults not only their title hopes, Champions League hopes in, in Serie A, but also their current, you know, fixtures coming up as well, Villarreal. I mean, this is, this is a massive move. And 75 million in stages, Fabrizio. Seems like, yes. I, I mean, I don't want to say a bargain because 75 million euros is a lot of money. But for what you're getting, it's, it's a pretty good deal from Juventus' side, no? Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. He's the striker for the future. He's a player you can trust for many years. He's also something fresh into the team. They needed something. Juventus this year are struggling. Uh, they're not even in the top four in Serie A. Uh, also, they have a good chance in Champions League because they're playing Villarreal. So it's not impossible to right. beat Villarreal for Juventus. So uh, it's also the chance for the player to play Champions League football immediately. Uh, and so I'm sure that it's going to be a good deal for all parties involved. Uh, to be honest, I was curious to see Dujan Vlaovic in Premier League because Arsenal was a good chance. Also Tottenham were interested for summer, but he wanted to stay in Italy. Juventus are always super attracting also if they are not top of the table as they did. They were for nine years. And so uh, he's going to have a contract for 7 million euros net per season. This is going to be his salary. So it's a huge one also for the player, for his agents. So everyone's going to be happy. But let's wait for the final stages to be completed. But it's really, really close. Wow, unbelievable. So who have Fiorentina targeted as a replacement then, Fabrizio? Because obviously there's a massive uh, space to fill. Is Brazilian striker we already mentioned in October for Barcelona. Barcelona had him in the list. And this Artur Cabral from Basel. He's doing great in Switzerland. He's really interesting striker. Brazilian scoring a lot of goals. If I'm not wrong, he's 27 goals this season. So this boy is very good. And Fiorentina already submitted an official proposal for uh, 14 million euros plus 2 million euros bonuses. So they are offering around 16. Basel won 20, but the negotiation is going through. So they have, re- they have this player ready in their hands is Artur Cabral once everything will be completed for, for Vlaovic. So they are ready to sign a new striker and they already signed Piontek. But as we said, he was not a replacement for Vlaovic. He was a backup option. But now they want to go for Artur Kablar. Okay, so before we move on, though, there is a domino effect then from Juventus' side, right? Because if Dusan comes in, that presumably means that there's some exits coming out. Uh, what, what does this mean for Alvaro Morata, where there's been rumors, of course, of him returning to Spain uh, with that one? Because surely he, he's on the out. Yes, on, on Juventus side, now it's time to see what happens with, with Morata. For sure, that this domino is a possibility. I say possibility, I'm not sure, because first point is about financial situation of Barcelona. To sign new players, they need to sell some player or to offload some player. So this is why for Morata, we have to see if they will be able to do it or not. The player wants to go to Barcelona. 
I'm sure. Uh, I'm also sure that Xavi is pushing since December to have Alvaro Morata. So Xavi would be super happy to have him. But at the moment, is something that is still needed to be completed also between clubs because he's not owned by Juventus, but by Atletico Madrid. And so they need to open tolls with Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, and to find a way to register him into La Liga rules. So yeah. this is why it's still something to be watching the coming days and not completed yet. But I'm sure that this Morata deal could be a possibility for the coming days after Dujan Vlaovic deal. Well, there's another one as well. Uh, the most popular girl in high school in this transfer window, Aston Villa, who's had a tremendous window. Apparently, Rodrigo Bentancur, I'm hearing that maybe that's a possibility. Yes, it's a possibility because Juventus will decide soon what they want to do with midfielders. So with Artur, with Bentancur, but it's true that Aston Villa are pushing for uh, Rodrigo Bentancur. They made a proposal now. So let's see what Juventus will decide. Of course, they are busy with Vlaovic still, but soon they will make a decision also on Bentancur or Arthur. I think they are not selling both players, but just one of them. So it's going to be time to, to decide. Uh, and let me say that for, um, for, the, for Juventus, the potential replacement, if one of these two players will leave the club, it's Nathan Nandes, another Uruguayan player. So it could be Bentancur to Aston Villa and Nathan Nandes to Juventus. Cagliari midfielder, very good player, former, former Boca yeah. Juniors player. They're thinking of him as potential replacement in case one of these two players will leave the club. All right. Well, we have you working hard here this morning, Fab, because what's the domino effect on Arsenal now that they're missing out on Blaovic? I hear other striker targets as well. Yes, we can mention Alexander Isaac uh, from Real Sociedad. We can mention Jonathan David from Lille. They have many names in the list. The real point is that these players are not available for January window. So they need to do something crazy to change the situation as Juventus did for Vlaovic. Because for Vlaovic, they're spending 75 million. It's a crazy bit in January. And so they need to do something like this on Arsenal's side or it's going to be complicated. So Or they have to wait for summer because they will 100% sign the top striker in 2022. If it's not going to be in the next few days, it's going to be in the summer. But let's see. Uh, let's see. Also, Luka Jovic has been offered as a possibility on loan, but at the moment it's not something advanced between clubs yet and also on player side. So they will make a decision soon, but for sure Arsenal will try to find a striker and they will try to find a midfielder. We said about Arthur, they offered a six-month loan. Uh, Juventus want an 18-month loan, so it's still discussed between clubs. I will keep an eye also on Douglas Lewis from Aston Villa. Lewis, you know that he's a player that has a lot of clubs following him and Arsenal are following him. Bruno Guimaraes is another place they have in the list, but 40 million is too much. 45 million is too much for Arsenal in January. This is why they will need to make a decision. Midfielder and striker for January. Yeah, it's massive. All right, well, we've talked a lot about Juventus. There's a little link here because Mauro Icardi had been linked to Juve, but now I presume Paris Saint-Germain are sticking with uh, the forward. What's the latest there? And specifically on PSG as well here because Ndombele and Dele Alli have been linked to Paris as well. There's the Pochettino connection, of course. So what's the latest overall on PSG? Yes, talking about Icardi, he was linked to Juventus but was never close. Also because um, Paris Saint-Germain asked for Moïse King uh, from, uh, from Juventus as part of the deal in December mm. and Juventus said no. Also because for the rules, he's not allowed to play for a third club this season after Everton and Juventus, so it was not possible, uh, this deal. And this is why Mauro Riccardi was not even a target at the end for, for Juventus. We can say that he has huge chances, I think, to stay at Paris Saint-Germain also because I'm told that the player is not intentioned to leave PSG in, in January. That's in the summer, but on player plans, there is not to leave the club in, in January. Uh, talking about PSG, yes, they're looking for a midfielder and yes, Tanguin Dombele is a serious, serious possibility. They're negotiating with Tottenham for a loan deal. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain want to include a buy option. Uh, Tottenham want the world salary paid till the end of the season. So they're negotiating on this kind of details, but there are good chances for this deal to go through with Nombele joining Paris Saint-Germain. Let's see what happens in the coming hours, but they're working on it. And if 
Ndombele joins Paris Saint-Germain, Tottenham will be ready to go for Sofian Amrabat, Moroccan midfielder from Fiorentina. He's a player that Antonio Conte already wanted at Inter, and so could be a good possibility for, for Tottenham on loan with buy option from Fiorentina. Gini Wijnaldum staying? I think yes. Gini Wijnaldum wants to stay till the end of the season and then see what happens. So at the moment, yes, then if some crazy proposal will arrive, we will see. But I'm told that he's not involved in any talk with, with Paris Saint-Germain and Tottenham, so I don't see him joining Spurs. Let's see if some other club will jump into it. But at the moment, the expectation is for the player to stay till the end of the season. All right, let's keep going here because uh, Sevilla, Monchi has been doing some business. They are looking very good in the table. And I'm telling you what, it's becoming more of a reality that Sevilla could, could, could reach to the points of Real Madrid and even hopefully uh, go to number one from their point of view. So let's talk about that. Uh, Anthony Martial, of course, not happy at Manchester United. This seems, uh, you know, like a very good move on, on, on all sides, to be honest. What's the latest? Yeah, seems a really interesting and good one. I agree with you 100%. It's a super deal for Sevilla, for the director, Monchi, who is... Always going with these bargains is incredible. Uh, the deal has been completed yesterday night, so there is a full agreement between Manchester United and Sevilla. It's a stride loan, so there is no buy option included. It's a six-month loan till the end of the season. Marcel will join Sevilla. Uh, they will pay around six, uh, seven million euros, uh, talking about loan fee and salary coverage. So this is, good. This is what Man United are going to receive from, from Sevilla. The player has accepted as he wanted to move on after seven years at the Man United, now he wanted to be a star. He wanted to feel as an important player. And this is why he's going to join uh, Sevilla. The player is coming in this business while we're talking. He's arriving in Sevilla together with his agent. He's going to have his medical, sign his contract, and so we can consider Anthony Martial as new Sevilla signing. So what's the latest uh, continuing with the Red Devils here? Because Jesse Lingard, of course, uh, out of contention. What's going on uh, with him? Yes, we just lingered the possibilities linked to Newcastle. They're pushing and pushing since last week. They want him at all costs. His head Howe wants him uh, because he thinks that he will be perfect signing for Newcastle uh, for, for, the coming, for the coming months. The, mo- the point is about finding agreement with the player on a loan move because he doesn't want to move on a permanent. He wants to wait for the summer before deciding which will be the, per- the best club to join for his future. This is why he's taking some time now. But Newcastle are pushing. So I, I still think that this deal is possible to be completed in the coming days. And I'm sure that Newcastle will try again in the coming, in the coming hours because they won't just Lingard and they're prepared to offer uh, a low fee around four or five million pounds for Lingard to Manchester United. Okay, let's wrap up Manchester United uh, all in one here because uh, Crystal Palace, Valencia are inquiring about Van de Beek for a loan. Uh, which USMNT fans, if he goes to Valencia, it wouldn't be great for Yunus Musa, I guess. I'm not sure. But does uh, Man United have and, and Ranjik, do they have any more plans as well as they close out January transfer window? Yes, for Van de Beek, it's a serious possibility. Crystal Palace, Valencia, both interested. So they don't want to allow any buy option in the Van de Beek deal because maybe another manager wants to give him a chance with Man United. Right. And we know that they're going to have a new manager in the summer. So this is why they're not including buy options for Martial and for Van de Beek. It's important to, to clarify. Then, other things. Uh, Amadiallo could go on loan in the final days for Man United. And for new signings, it depends on midfielders. But I don't see Man United really... Um, pushing for any signing. Kamara from Marseille is a player they appreciate, Haidara from Leipzig, but they are not putting in any bid. So at the moment, it's still quiet. If they will go for a player, it will be for a central midfielder, but at the moment, it's still quiet and the expectation is that they prefer to wait for summer to go for big signings because this is the plan for Man United to wait for the new manager and decide together who are the players they want to sign. 
Well, I told you that we're going to have here Fab Romano on uh, overtime, so we're going to keep on going. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Julian Alvarez as well, and his futures Man City close in, and as well as an American star possibly interested by a Premier League club, and the return, a hopeful return of Christian Eriksen to London as well. Fabrizio Romano is with me, and we will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody. Fabricio Romano, uh, LME here on Tuesday. Kego Lasso as well. So before all the qualifiers kick off, we have some great content. So Fab, let's just keep rolling here. Julian Alvarez, obviously everybody should know about him by now if you're involved in the you know, football world. He will be representing Argentina and World Cup qualifiers. He is an absolute star River Plate. We've talked a lot about how some clubs, including my villa, possibly missed out this past summer. But it seems, it seems Man City have a, a good step in here. Yes, it's really, really close. We can say that we are at the same stages with Vlaovic and Juventus. So we're talking about really final stages in the negotiations. The proposal from Man City is around 18.5 million euros. They are now discussing about uh, details, terms of payment. River Plate want to keep the player till the end of the season or maybe till the World Cup. This is River Plate dream to keep the player on loan. So they are discussing between the two boards to decide what is the best solution. Uh, Man City are also thinking to loan the player out in any European club. So he's still not deciding what will be the next step for him but River Plate are really pushing to keep the player for six months uh, and this is why in the coming hours everything will be resolved but Julian Alvarez will be Man City player for the future so he's not joining the club in January but they want him for the future they are convinced that he will be one of the so you can foot too in the coming in the coming years and so they are prepared to complete this decision this week my God, man. A Man City fans, this kid is the truth and he will be something very special. So we have to keep an eye on that. All right. Well, listen, uh, Brendan Aronson, such a good player for the USMNT and apparently Leeds United, Marcelo Viesa, they're intrigued and Salzburg reportedly rejected the first bid for the American player. What, what's the latest there? Yes, it's true. It's true. Salzburg refused this proposal from Leeds. They want him, they are obsessed with him, they want to sign him, but Aronson is an important player, and so they, they feel that he would be perfect for Leeds immediately, but the point is that Salzburg prefer to wait, they have European football, they want to keep him till the end of the season and maybe sell him in the summer. This is why the situation is still not easy between clubs. The player would be open to this move, but on club side, on Leeds side and Salzburg side, at the moment nothing is agreed yet because they hope to keep the player till the end of the season. So we will see what happens in the coming days. We know that at the end of the transfer window, everything can happen, but at the moment it's not an easy one for Leeds. Okay, so let's finish on a really high note, as I believe Christian Eriksen's return to the Premier League is getting closer. What's the latest with him and Brentford? Yes, he's, he's really close also at this point for Christian Eriksen to Brentford. They have, with his agent Martin Schotts, an agreement on verbal basis, so everything is ready for a six-month deal with an option to extend for season 2022-2023, so they have everything in place with the player. It's now about, of course, medical tests. Uh, we know how important is this process in general, and in particular in the case of Christian Eriksen after what happened last summer, so they want to make sure that everything is 
safe. Uh, everything is um, correct also on regular side to, to have Christian Eriksen at the club. But Eriksen is prepared to say yes, he wants to play football again, as we mentioned many times here. He's prepared to do his comeback to the Premier League. And so let's wait a bit for this medical test and then we can say, here we go for Christian Eriksen to, to Brentford. Uh, the idea of that entire stadium singing Hey Jude as Christian Eriksen finished absolutely amazing. I thought, listen, everybody, it's a free episode on YouTube podcast. You can't complain. We bring the very best with Fabrizio Romano. Before we say goodbye, Fab, anything, any other business that you're keeping uh, your eye on? Gossens, Robin Gossens, uh, German fullback from Atalanta. Inter are pushing to sign him immediately. He's injured. Very good player. One of the best left backs in Serie A together with Teo Hernandez in the last five or six years. He did incredible with Atalanta. Inter want him on loan with obligation to buy. So negotiation ongoing with Atalanta. Also Newcastle wanted him. So let's see what happens between Inter and Newcastle. But Inter are really pushing. In the last few hours, I'm told that the player will be keen on the move. And so this could be another big one in Serie A. Absolutely fantastic. Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much for being part of the show. Make sure that you follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Fabrizio Romano. All his content, of course, on CBS Sports as well. He will be returning in case of any emergency episodes. And of course, as we wrap up uh, January transfer windows and we got so much to look ahead to. Good luck with the Italian national team there, Fabrizio. Uh, your own Italian you. Peruvian will be hopefully helping us over here in Peru, but it's a very important week and a half for both of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's super important, absolutely, and we are preparing for this World Cup qualifier, so let's see what's next, and thank you, really, as always, and see you soon with all the updates we will have in the coming days and maybe hours. I love it, I love it. Uh, all right, everybody, thank you so much. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Till then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.